Welcome to the craze in 10 or less. This is the show where I give it to you in 10 minutes or under. And if I don't. Whatever. Anyway, five reasons why there will never be another image revolution. That's the topic of the day. I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. Stop acting up. Let's get it. All right, all right, all right. So why this topic? Why this topic? There's been a lot of discussion and not a podcast and a lot of stuff about the whys behind where comics are. Where are we as an indie community? What's going on? But in order to really understand, you have to look at history. So there was a time. There was a moment in time when there was a revolution. And if you're new to comics and you're young and you don't know who Todd McFarlane is and Wills Patricio and Mark Silvestri and Rob Liefeld and Jim Lee and Eric Larson. If you don't know who these guys are, you need to study your history. So, there was a time where a movement took place. Revolutionized the industry. Woke people up to what was possible. Made the dreamers put pen to paper, sneakers on, feet to pavement, Put the hustle behind the muscle. Realize that I can take control of my destiny because of this group of individuals. Now, there was a reason for that movement. There was a bottleneck. There was a buildup. There was frustration. There was anxiety. There was anticipation. There was determination to change the status quo. All the reasons why it was a one-shot. There was a moment, they capitalized on the moment, it was the right time at the right place with the right group of people. So many have tried to repeat, copy and repeat, but they did not have the magic and the magic was purpose. They did not have the magic. Was The magic was proving to the system that we're worth, worth more than what you are paying us. Now, that was only made possible because of one bad decision. From the corporate executives. Can you tell me what that decision was? Can you really? I'll tell you. Here's what happened. And it became a domino effect with a lot of other things. It wasn't just image. This one decision led to a lot of existing employed artists for the big two. Who contributed to character designs, who contributed to um, looks and feels of characters, colors, whatever. Who said, hey, look, how come I'm not getting royalties on my design? How come I'm not getting royalties on my characters? You know, maybe they didn't have the, the courage to leave and go off and venture off and do what Image did. But they said, well, I'm gonna, I want a piece of my pie. So it, it, it sparked a lot of um, litigation. Right, and you've seen it. If you if you grew up in the '90s and the 2000s, you know that there were a lot of things in the press where people were just like, "I created that character, I designed that, I designed that," and they were going to court. Right, a lot of settles. Right, every Marvel and DC was settling a lot with a lot of stuff. They won some, they lost some. But anyway, that's besides the point. We're talking about image. So what happened? So here's what happened. We're talking about brand identity, right? You had DC Comics, you had Marvel Comics, brands, two big mega brands. And it was about the characters and the brand, right? Marvel Comics presents, DC Comics presents Superman, Batman, Wolverine, X-Men, Spider-Man, right? 
And then somebody said, hey, let's start spotlighting the artists. Oh, damn. Big mistake. Big mistake. They'll never do it again. Big mistake. Why? Because here's what happened. So you have this new talent, this new breed of, 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 of creative that came into the, the, the pool, right? And they're creating a buzz with their art style. So because of that, the spotlight was put on them, right? You had comic book greats and you had all these videos and, and they were talking about the stars. It was no longer about the brand. It was about the stars. It was about the creators. So what did that do? Two things contributed to the mastermind behind all this, right? They were reinventing comics because comics at one point was stale, right? There was a specific look, very clean lines, um, almost stiff looks, whatever. And then you have these guys coming in and you have someone like Todd McFarlane coming in and, and he's creating this new webbing and he's creating this new look and, and these poses and, and they're telling him, no, 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 no. There's only so much you can cage a lion. Not only that, it's selling millions of copies. So they're spotlighting, but they're telling him no. It's selling, but they're saying no. So what does that? Then you have an artist like Rob Liefeld who has that Levi's commercial on MTV, and he has all these things, right? And he has X Force. Then you have Mark Silvestri, and then you have Jim Lee, who was like the golden boy in comics, and you have all these talents, and then it. Hold on. We don't own any of these IPs and we're making the money and they're telling us how to move and think. Let's create our own IPs where we own it. And we contribute, we contribute to the company, but we own our own IPs and we own our destiny. There was the purpose. So there was the unification of the Beatles for comics. And if you don't know who the Beatles are, you need to do your history. Anyway, so they had purpose. They wanted to show the big boys that they didn't need the big boys. The big boys needed them. That was one. Number two, they wanted to express their artistic talents in a way that made them feel free where they felt stifled. Two. And they wanted to control their own IPs. Three. And they've learned enough from the big boys that they can take that experience and apply it to their new endeavor, to their own business. And they can work on their own timelines. So you have five reasons that they come together and were able to change the face of the game and the industry. There's only one time that's going to happen and that was then. Why won't it happen now? I'm glad you asked. And again, this is one man's opinion. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. I'm ready, but don't come for me. Reason why. I'll tell you why. So, there is no purpose in comics anymore. What COVID did was it invited everybody who had a passion to draw or write comics, but never had an opportunity until they got locked down and they were home and they needed to do something with their time, they flooded the, 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 the market with their own products, right? So you have, a, you have now you've taken what already existed and you amplified it. You, you like quadrupled it. And so everyone's creating. 
And everyone wants to be a rock star. And everybody's following trends. I created this book, but this is what's selling. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Manga is selling, so I'm going to change. I'm going to write a manga comic. Um, adult content is selling, so I'm going to change what I wanted to do and, and go after that. Everyone's look chasing trends. They're not chasing passion. They're chasing trends. Now, I use everyone loosely. There's a, there's a small pocket of individuals that are creating because they love to. Right? I'm one of them. I create for me. But... There are a bunch of individuals, there's no collective. We say indie community, but it's really not a community. There's been a lot of failed attempts. There's so many body bags in indie comics. How many companies have failed and fallen through the cracks? It is, I can't even count. I mean, I need 20 of my hands and 20 of my toes, you know, to count. Uh, there's just so many body bags. Why? Because everyone wants to be the big boy. Everybody wants to be a publisher. So they try to take on too much and they never finish, which is why they, they, they eat more than they can consume. They eat with their eyes. So, and they see it and I'm still seeing it to this day where, you know, comic creators now want to be, you know, publishers. And so that they're, they're working on 50 titles and all these other things and spreading themselves thin. They don't have the capital, the marketing, the, the staff, but they're doing, they're pushing through, and they're stressed out, and they're stressed out. So, the, the the difference between then and now is that those group of talented individuals made a lot of money because they were getting a percentage of the sales and they were getting a salary. They were getting about one hundred twenty-five dollars per page. Average page count was about twenty-four, right? And they were doing a, a book a month, sometimes more. But they were getting royalties as well, percentage of the sales. If it, it exceeded this amount, you got 2% or 3%, whatever it is. So they, they had bank. They, they had capital. And they were able to invest. The other thing they had, they had the, the brains. Todd McFarlane was the brains behind the operation. He was the one that was had the guts and determination to push through, make the connections with the distributors, make the connections with the stores, make the connections, right? So they trusted him, right? Today, everybody wants to be a chief, so no one's allowing that one person who has the talent to lead because everybody has an opinion and everybody wants to be the chief. All the reasons why there'll never be another image revolution. Because the big boys spotlighted the creatives. They're not doing that anymore. They won't do that. They're not going to repeat that mistake again. Right? Now it's just a publishing house. And they're just bodies. That's why you don't see these crazy fans running for autographs like you did back then. I mean, the lines were down the block for Lightfield and McFarlane and Lee and Sylvester and all these guys and Larson. It's not the same anymore, which is why the conventions went pop culture, right? That's why they're bringing the movie studios and they're bringing cosplay and actors and gaming because they have to offset because the revolution isn't there. So, in looking back and just watching from a rearview mirror and just saying what's happened, that's what happened. Everybody went their own separate ways. There's no real purpose. You need a villain to create a revolution. Who's the villain? You need a villain, villain to get everybody to come together to fight it. Where is the villain? And then who's going to be the one to stand in front? 
when everybody wants to be chief. So, that's my perspective, my point of view. What do you think? Do you have a different perspective? You could say, Sam, you crazy. You off basis. Sam, there you go again, talking gaga. It is what it is. It's just one man's opinion, but that's what I see, and that's what I believe. Tell me I'm wrong. Anyway, what do you think about this episode? Give me a thumbs up if you like it. Put a comment below. Let's talk about this. You want me to get deep in, into it? You know, we can invite some creators on the show and we can just have a deep dive discussion around this. Um, don't forget, a kid in the comic. I don't even know where my newspaper went. Uh, kid in the, here it is right here. So, Duty is a comic strip in a kid in a comic. This is available for order on a kid in a comic.com. A kid in a comic.com. This is fantastic. I'm so excited about this. Duty is in a comic strip. Um, you know, my contract is for seven strips. And so I already submitted three, four of the strips, and I'm working on the last three. So I'm excited about that. Go to your local comic store, request it. Um, and uh, for all you Kickstarter backers waiting on the proofs, Everything's um, going copesthetic, so I'm looking forward to that, and uh, I'll update you on where I'm going. But check out the Art of Samuel Marat channel. With that said, I appreciate every single one of you. Thanks for watching. This is the Crazy Tell Less. I'm Sam, the Crazy Man Vera. Peace.